Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to Happy House Families. I'm your host Morgan. And I'm Sandy and welcome. Yay and today we're going to talk to you about how you can talk to your child and just in a very uh, kind of not necessarily about anything in specific but just in general how you can better communicate with your child. That's right. So basically I would say the main goal is just connection. Yeah. And with this episode just about connection. So it's not about necessarily schoolwork or you know all the different services they have after school or sports programs. This is just you getting to know your child better and building your relationship. Yeah, as we said in a lot of previous podcasts that it's really important and even just 10, 20 minutes a week playing with your kid can really help foster that connection and communication. And reduce anxiety for children. Yes, exactly. And so we just kind of want to piggyback onto that idea of ways how you can approach your child when you guys are going to talk to each other. So the first thing is make sure that you're in the same room. A lot of times parents will be in a different room and they'll call out to their child and make sure that when you're talking to your child that you actually see them, that there is eye contact, Mm -hmm. that you guys are in the same space and that you're not in the kitchen shouting to your child in the living room. Make sure that you do create that individual special time with your child. And it is also better... uh ideally to kind of be on the same level as them so if you guys are both sitting down at the table or you're both down on the carpet or sitting on the couch uh, instead of having you standing and then them sitting because that also can kind of be not as open for the child so it's it's better to just kind of be right on their level exactly and then the second one is don't yell sometimes Mm -hmm. you might feel frustrated Make sure that you are just monitoring your voice level and also not even just the volume, but also just, how would I say, the quality, yes, the tone and the quality of your voice. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's something difficult, if you need to pull yourself together before having a certain conversation with your child, make sure that you do that because if you do yell or scream, um, what tends to happen? I mean, when somebody yells and screams at you, think about what you do. You become defensive or you shut down. So when you start at that mode, it is basically setting up the conversation for failure Mm -hmm. rather than connection. So before you start any conversation with your child, uh, you can think, am I wanting to open conversation with my child or am I closing the door? So just have that in your mind, like am I inviting conversation or am I shutting the door? Because all our communication will either invite or it will shut down. Exactly. And so with that, you want to kind of avoid criticism. Even if you are upset with your child and you're having a more difficult conversation, you yes. kind of want to not come from a place of nagging. and Or, yes, we're just being... Um, like you said, critical. I I was working with a family one time and the mother was very upset with her child because he did not do well in school and then she regretted it afterwards but she said she said like, Oh, how could you be so stupid? Mm. Like you and it just was so devastating. Um, so be very like you might think that, but let's make sure that we don't say it out loud and of course she felt horrible. Um, and we're all human, so that does happen. But make sure that if that does happen, then make sure that you do repair work. And this mother definitely did a lot of repair work after that. 
Yes, exactly. And sometimes when you do just criticize a lot, your kids will just tune you out. So it'll be the opposite. So they'll just not even hear what you're saying. And so the whole conversation is kind of pointless because your kid isn't taking in what you're saying. Is it like this Morgan? Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) You just hear, wah, wah, wah. I mean, we've all been there with, I'm sure, with our own parents. (laughs) Exactly. That's true. I'm sure we can all relate with someone, someone or some people, right, in our lives. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Uh, and with that, we don't want to be a broken record. So we don't want to say the same things over and over and over again. Exactly. You can say the same message, but in different ways. Um, especially if you're noticing that what you're saying to your child is not landing. For you to say the same thing again another 20, 30, 40 times mm-hmm. may not be the best solution. But finding a different way to speak to your child would and if you're giving a direction or a directive like okay I want you to make your bed or I want you to clean the table give them time to comply before you kind of step in again because I know I've seen a lot uh and I've been guilty of this before too where you just are like okay do this okay all right now you need to do it now okay Mm -hmm. you have to give them a couple minutes in order to kind of collect you know collect themselves finish up what they were doing. Exactly. And then maybe you can say something like, well, within the next 10 minutes, I would like for you to X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Kind of put a time restraint on it and then don't touch it again until that five, 10 minutes is up. Exactly. That's true. And also be... Be mindful if your child is a visual or a verbal learner. So if you are speaking to your child and they're more visual, you can always use pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like the combination of the two when appropriate and when possible. Yes. Um, so that's something else to also keep in mind. Sometimes your child might be able to process language better through pictures rather than uh, the spoken word or a combination. So if you're speaking to your child about something that's complicated, make sure that you're speaking to where they're most receptive. Yeah. And so, like, you might even want, if you're trying to to go over something that's kind of big, maybe you want a story or uh, you can even bring out a book and have it talk about it in that way and so mm-hmm. that they can kind of relate to those pictures. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Kind of, like, bigger ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and then another thing that Morgan and I like to talk about is... Be a detective, and that means basically asking better questions. So, for example, how many of you out there have asked your child, how was your day? And they say, fine, okay. Okay. (laughs) Good. And so when you ask that question, they are able to respond with one-word answers. So you can say something like this, you know, what was the best part of your day? What was a a funny thing that happened to you today? Was Mm -hmm. there anything that was challenging? So if you ask questions in a different way, then you'll be able to elicit different responses. One of the things I do with some of my um, clients is I'll ask them, you know, what was the rose of your week and what was the thorn of your week? So each week we start with that. So they're able to share their feelings with me as to where they were really happy and excited and what were challenging for them. So you can even take on that type of format with them as well. So Mm -hmm. they're able to express the positive and the negative. Yeah. And it gives them more guidance too. So that's kind of like a good way to kind of guide them in the direction instead of just something so open-ended where they can just say, Fine, Okay. Okay. <laughs> My yeah, day was okay. Yeah. Because they will if given the opportunity. Exactly. So I like, you know, tell me something that was good about your day. Tell me something that was funny. Children love to tell you something that happened funny at school. So that might be a good opener. Tell me something that funny. Tell me something that was funny that happened today. If yeah. I could even get my words out. <laughs> and oh with that, gosh. you can practice. 
practice conversation skills. Like Sandy needs to sometimes too. Exactly. I do. I do. And thankfully Morgan is always there and receptive to practice conversation with me. Dinner is a great time to do this. So you can, when you ask something like, what was the rose? What was the thorn of your week? Mm -hmm. So you can kind of practice having those conversations. Exactly. And oh, talking about dinner time. Yeah. So you and I were talking about how earlier, earlier we're talking about when we go to restaurants, we notice so many families are on their phones, like parents will be on their phones, the kids will be on their tablets, we're on phones and no one's talking. So this is really key and it might be hard for some families and it's so worth doing. When you are talking to your child, do not be texting with someone as you're talking to your child. Actually give them your undivided attention, put your phone away and if you're having dinner with your family um if dinner is like 30 minutes to 45 minutes if you hopefully you're able hopefully your life will accommodate so that you can actually put your phone away during that time and actually have a conversation and make connections exactly and that also reduces anxiety in kids too because when you're constantly on your phone uh and you're not you don't have that connection um and so it's also just a good way to kind of foster that as exactly well. and then when that happens it's harder for children to learn how to connect because they're not sure how to do that so that's why now you see a bunch of kids like on their phones yeah like a lot of children will be together but they're all on their phones and they're not actually talking to each other exactly and so it's easier for kids and people in general to just kind of shut down and go in instead of communicating about their problems because we have these devices that allow us to do it whenever we want exactly they basically allow us to hide yeah and so we need coping skills exactly and not hiding on our phones (laughs) we should take our own devices (laughs) you know i've been really good i okay with the new iphone uh install it tells you how long you're on your phone Uh, right weekly reports yeah so i am on my phone for this past week 17 minutes a day oh what yeah that's so good. I know. 17 minutes for the whole day? Yeah. Like, because I'm just really good about, like, just as soon as I saw, like, how long I was, like, on certain apps, okay, I was like, was hours. okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I need to stop that. I need to stop X, Y, and Z. So it was actually good for me to see where my attention was going. Yes. Um, and then how many times I was actually picking up my phone per hour was like insane oh it can do it, it yeah gives it you t- that much information yeah it does oh i just read the little you know, oh, the headline yeah. oh it tells you it tells you how many times you pick it up the first time you pick it up and the last time you pick it so it tells you all of that information oh that's crazy exactly 17 minutes a day is also crazy <laughs> i can't believe wow good for you that's, an, that's I know. impressive. We'll see what happens next week. But, <laughs> but it's, it's actually felt really good. Yeah. You could connect you know? in the real world. Oh, my gosh. I cleaned out my garage the other day for like four hours. So <laughs> <laughs> All of these things that you're procrastinating. Exactly. Right. <laughs> It's another podcast. Exactly, another one. I think we already did one on procrastination. Yeah, we we did. did. You can go back and listen to it. Apparently, we are going to go back and listen to yeah. it. Okay. We need refreshers. Uh All right. And so we just also want to say that when you are talking to your kid, you need to be a good listener. And that kind of goes with putting the cell phone away. Exactly. And really just making sure that you are listening to what your kid says and not so focused on what you want to say, but really being receptive to what they're saying. Exactly. That is so true. And then the last one, make sure that you make time to talk. Because we do live in such a crazy, busy world where we, I mean, quite honestly, no one's ever fully caught up. It's just mm-hmm. insane. 
Um, but make sure that you do make time. And as Morgan and I have been talking about so many times, like just 10 to 15 minutes, a couple times a week with your child is so worth it. So it's doable. We're not saying spend 18 hours a day with your child. Yes, exactly. So just 10 to 15 to 20 minutes, a few times a week with your child will really make the difference, not only for your child, but also for For you. you. Exactly. And for your relationship it's yes. so important it is important and then it'll just you know last the, your lifetime so that's it is really important exactly because you remember you get out what you put into things yes i know and so this one's a big one all right well thank you and please follow us on facebook or check out our website happyhousefamilies.com or you can email us at happyhousefamilies at gmail uh any questions comments things you want us to talk about and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast rate and review thank Thank you, you everyone thank you for listening To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.